Welcome back, folks, to another episode of Throwing Partners. I'm back, but uh, we're also, we have to say, we are we back. We are back because we are back. It's our first, ep- this first episode in weeks where we're Two together. Weeks. Two, Two weeks. weeks. Two like weeks. it's been longer. But so, how have you been, brother? How have you been, been Brian? Great. Um, I saw you this morning. So yep. <laughs> we had a good <laughs> had weekend. Had to say goodbye from the yeah. weekend. So, yeah. How you doing? Um, you know, it's a little chilly outside, as you can tell if you're watching this on YouTube right now. Um, I'm definitely in a, a nice little thin sleeve. I like to call those the, the, the long sleeve, but they're thin. So, um, and I, I claim I, I claim copyrights for thin sleeves. Great. If that becomes a thing. Now it's recorded, and now people know that I was the first one to invent it. You invented that shark sweatshirt. No, no, not the shark sweater, just like the style, thin sleeves. Oh, so the sharks got that from you when designing that sweatshirt. They asked, and I said, no, it's mine. Oh, okay. Yeah. But anyways, 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 let's jump into this. This session's going to be pretty quick, uh, pretty uh, painful to some fans out there, especially some Laker fans. Oh, uh, yeah. We're going into the first subject, talking about LeBron James's sprain. Um, it's a high ankle sprain. If you don't know what a high ankle sprain is, you definitely don't want that. But it could have been a lot worse. It could yeah. have been a lot worse. Um, as far as I know, I think he was listed at like two weeks, missing two weeks minimum. If yeah, I, I, th- I think two weeks. Oh, man. Uh, it's so rough. Um, I mean, he's wearing, like, the brace and everything, yeah. so it's tough to see. So you don't know the severity of the actual sprain. Sprain. Like, how long is he going to be out? Are they going to treat this like Anthony Davis to where they're, like, just going to keep him on the bench, let him heal more so he's, like, 100% for the playoffs? Because even – Without LeBron and AD, there's no matter what seed they're in, they're not falling to the 11th seed. No, I. They're too far they, ahead to fall. They couldn't that even. Low. They couldn't even fall to the eighth seed, really. Yeah. Um, I just think with this injury now, the Lakers and Laker fans should be worried that basically their NBA title back to back is kind of gone. Um with this kind of injury, you're more susceptible to re-injure it again. So, you know, I know LeBron James is a very tough individual and I know he would like would die on that court for any person he plays with and everything like that. But his health is a major concern right now, which I, if I were the Lakers, I would not, I would honestly, I'd rest them till playoffs. I'd rest them till then. It's the smartest way. He's out indefinitely. Um, AD never got the indefinite, out indefinitely well that's so. what i would say is just like have those two rest until playoffs which then gives your guys that aren't really like the stars of the team some showtime and you can learn a lot yeah like giving montrez or like starting him instead of being on the off the bench and then yeah. having schroeder and kuzma it's not I like think. the lakers don't have talent without those two they have yeah, Marcus. They, they still they have, have guys. They have all those guys. Well, Gasol's not playing well. But at all. I mean, he he can turn up though. He can turn up. Yeah, we'll see how you know. I mean, Caruso's not him. Caruso's not like what he was last year, but he can still no. play. He's coming off, I think, a concussion. So yeah, but it's... 
for Lakers it's a question fans, mark. yeah, for Lakers fans, uh, don't let your dreams die yet um, for back to back title. But if you do see LeBron James play before the playoffs, I would be very concerned for yeah. his health later down the road. I mean, speaking of that, and definitely we've been talking about him almost every time we bring up the NBA. Mm-hmm. But LaMelo balls out indefinitely with yep. a wrist fracture. So that is Charlotte's hopes and dreams gone, I think. Yeah. Honestly. So potentially, like, do you think like with this, it hurts him with rookie of the year at all? Well, it, it would have to, I would have to look to see, I haven't really gone in depth on it, but to see who is in the chase for it. Um, Cause Zion's not considered a rookie anymore. Right. Or is he? I don't believe he is. I don't believe he is either. He played too many games last year. So with LaMelo, it's like, I feel like honestly it was between him and the, um, I can't think of the other kid's name. That's with Minnesota. Uh, mm. I forget. I forget his name. He was drafted in the first round, but he's been, he's been clutch for Minnesota. He's been putting up a lot of numbers. So I think it's between, uh, if anything, if anything comes to mind, it's between them. Um, but if LaMelo gets hurt, then yeah, I think that hurts his chances with rookie of the year. That's, that's a, that's a big blow. Cause you still have what two, three weeks left of regular season. Yeah. So it's like, you're almost missing, like, I would say a six of the season basically. Yeah. So it's, it hurts his chances, but in the end, like even in those short, shortened games of how many ever he played, he did a lot in that time. Mm-hmm. So he could still get a lot of votes and like win it still, even yeah. though he didn't play as much as a guy who stayed healthy the rest of the season, you know, it's a freak, it's a freak injury. So it kind of blows. I, I mean, I'm glad that they told him like, Hey, shut it down already. Like they didn't give him that sliver of hope, like, Hey, bring him back kind of thing. Yeah. With, with, with that, with Charlotte and everything like that, Charlotte is on the upcoming. I feel like yeah. they have a roster that is still very young. They have talent too. You've seen that this year. Um, it's a shame that, you know, who knows? Charlotte may keep in it. They might still make the playoffs. They have a very good chance of it, but yeah. with LaMelo out, that's a lot of points off the board. Yeah. That's, and also he brings so much energy on the court. Yeah. Do you think like that can hurt them as well? You know, they're the eighth seed right now. They're the yeah. eighth seed. So if I, they season in today, they're in. I think with Charlotte, I think LaMelo's presence is greatly valued, but that team has a lot of hype too. If you watch the bench, yeah. they have a lot of hype. And they still, like I said, they still have playmakers. They still have Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward's doing all right this year. He's doing actually pretty good. Yeah. And I think like, I feel bad for Boston fans, but he's actually like fully healthy. Yeah. Like, he's... And then they got Kemba Walker for free agency and he's been hurt. So it's like, yeah, Kemba's been kind of not a bust. Kemba he was my really dude. Well. I love Kemba and Charlotte. He was great. Yeah. And then he got to Boston. He had a good year last year, but until he got hurt. Till he got hurt. He uh, that's it. So um but with the NBA and everything like that coming to a close, I don't see Charlotte making it. Um I don't know. I don't know. But um with other news in the NBA though, how did you feel about uh oh my god, I couldn't even think of it. Oh my god, what's his name? Oh my god, Luka Doncic backwards pass, like the fake shot. He pulled up on a fake shot. And then just passed it behind him. Yeah, Luca. Luca is something else. Like Dallas has a really great guy. What a great like. I think that trade, you know, because Dallas originally drafted 
Trey Young, and then yeah. Atlanta drafted Luca, and they swapped picks. It worked out for um, both. It worked out for both teams. Yeah. Um, but like Dallas Foley, like passing on the torch to from Dirk to Luca, like that's really cool. And well, like okay, he owns that team. Then. That's his team now. Here's my question then: if you if you look back at it, right? Do you think Luca would be as successful in Atlanta, and Trey Young would be as successful in Dallas? That's a tough question. I don't think it would because register that way. They're two totally different players. Luca is a mid-range guy. Um, Trey Young, of course, is outside outside the paint all day long. Yeah. Well, not paint, but outside the arc, basically, yeah. all day long. They're both shooters. They're both shooters, but you know, you know, Trey Young's a three-point specialist while Luca's just flashy with ball handling and two points, you know. Luca shoots threes too. I think Luca all around is he has more tools than Trey Young does. Like we talk about five tool players in baseball. He's the however many tool you call it in the NBA. But also you have to look at like, okay, Luca's got a roster behind him. He's actually got decent players behind him. Atlanta does too, but not as much as Dallas. Not as much as Dallas. And I think that goes with the overall success of the team in the past, but also ownership. And we know, I think other than like, you know, Lakers ownership or anything like, Mark Cuban is a great owner yeah. and he loves the Mavs. Like yeah. he's there all the time. Like he knows his guys, like he even helps pass like Mavs players. So he, he, he's a real hands-on, like he knows how the team's performing because he's there rooting them on every night. Yeah. So, and I think it's different. So he's he knows, owner. yeah, he knows their strengths and weaknesses and he's put the guys on the court. Um, unlike the ownership in Atlanta. So yeah, I don't well, think let's, it let's uh, let's take a trip down to baseball. So we're done with basketball into baseball. Baseball is so close to opening day. Ten days, ten, ten days. days, and I couldn't be any happier because that's the sport to watch. I I know for all fans, it's not always the sport to watch. Baseball is boring to watch on TV. I get it, but. If you know us, you know that is our sport. They're letting fans in stand, so you have the chance to go. So it's always good. You can get a hot dog. You can get some nachos, beer, whatever you want. You can get whatever you want, but at a safe distance as well. So I just got notification about the Angels regular season for opening weekend going on sale on Friday. And I'm curious to see how that goes. I'm going to check the prices. I don't think I'm going to buy tickets. for a long time well they're gonna probably be super expensive i'm not gonna spend you know however much money on nosebleeds at angel stadium like no yeah not doing it so i mean we've already got a glimpse of what the dodgers tickets look like so yeah especially since you know they're (laughs) coming off a world series win Mm -hmm. gonna raise the banner or the flag on the outfield or whatever and ring ceremony in front of you know ten thousand people yeah so um, but with baseball, there's not really much to talk about um, besides Salvador Perez getting his contract extension. Uh, I think it's well-deserved. He showed what he is back to form because after that injury, he came back with a vengeance, uh, yeah. that comeback player of the year. Um, but if I have to say something, if I have to say something, okay? Okay. This is a prediction that I have. I know I have crazy predictions like Brandon Nimmo for MVP. I Ugh. know it's crazy. But you know, he's starting this year. He's starting for the Mets, which is great. But I'm going to tell you this. My NL Rookie of the Year vote, I think, and I think he's going to win it, 
It's Dylan Carlson of St. Louis. I think I know there's Kebron Hayes in the NL and they're both in the same division and everything, but Dylan Carlson to me, I think is going to pull it out. I think he hits over 20 homers and I think he has around 70 something RBIs. Yeah. I think this is the year he, you know, plays the entire season and then he's a switch hitter too. Yeah. And he's like their number, he's the number one prospect like going in like, yeah. So that's that's my vote for the him. NL, but Cabron Hayes is phenomenal. Oh yeah, keep Brian Hayes in, in Pittsburgh. You know, it stinks because you know Dylan Carlson's going to be on a very competitive team, and Key Brian Hayes is literally just going to you know go three for four, but also lose. But the thing so, is, is like, I mean, look at Kyle Lewis last year for us on the Seattle Mariners. Yeah, no, he didn't. There, there's not a good lineup there, but you know what? He can still produce, but they also voted because look at the, look at how much talent he has, how much he did, yeah. you know? So I think, I think uh, Key Brian Hayes has definitely a good shot at it for the NL, but I think Dylan Carlson's going to take it. Yeah. Let me ask you this. I did a thing last week of like surprise, like spring. Yes. Like, you know, I talked about Jock Peterson and how well he's doing in Chicago. Mm-hmm. So let me get your take. Like who's, who's standing out to you this spring where you're like, I want to see a great season from you. Like you didn't have a great one last year. You you know, I don't remember what he did in spring last year, but I, I, it's, he's having a good spring this year and it's going to be a weird player that nobody's going to expect me to say, but Jesus Aguilar with the Miami Marlins, I see 30 plus homers like back in Milwaukee time. Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, his average is up. His ops is up in spring training. I mean, the dude can't run, of course, but I think he's a vital part of that young franchise there as a veteran. And I think you say veteran, which is funny. He's only 30 years old. Right. But he's been around. He's been around. (laughs) Yeah. And he was a big part of why they went to the playoffs last year. But I'm thinking he hits 30 plus homers this year. I think he goes back to that Milwaukee all-star kind of feel. Yeah. His last big year, um, 18, 2018. 35 bombs, 108 driven in, yeah, 274. So that's a pretty good average for a power hitter. It's not and bad. He didn't do terrible in the limited time last year. Um, but it wasn't what you thought of coming after that, you know? Yeah. I mean, his year after 2019, he went 12 homers, 50. Yeah. But that was also split between, like, Milwaukee and Tampa. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't think he got a lot of playing. Like, because Tampa is so analytical, I think he only faced, like, um like lefties or something yeah but you know i think in miami he's found a, a good fit there too so yeah i think i he'll say, be really I say well 30 there. plus i say 30 plus homers okay that, he's in 310 this spring yeah. so not I bad can, but i just i the power is going to be there i think so um yeah but that's my surprise that's my surprise <laughs> okay so um but that's it with baseball baseball's right around the corner um we've got a couple of nfl things to talk about i know free agency has been hot lately so we can't keep track of all the names starting or coming and going basically um a big one right now that's on the clock basically is antonio brown where does he go um there's always rumors of him resigning with tampa which i think is going to happen but i guess russ russell wilson's been trying to get him over to seattle yeah um, which basically concludes that he is playing in Seattle this year. Um, Chicago already signed a quarterback. So that was the big team that was after him. And then that's gone. So 
where do you sit in power rankings in the NFC West? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Good question. Um, same with the NFC West though. Uh, Seahawks did resign Chris Carson to a yes, two-year deal. But yeah, um, he's, he's there for man. He's there for a while, so it's good. The NFC West is probably the most intriguing division in football for me. Um, it's it's really stacked. I think even though the Seahawks are having a little bit of drama issue right now, that's your team. I still think they're going to be in the hunt. Like you can't count think, them out. No, I think they'll be in the hunt, but I don't think they're going to win the division. But I think the big division winner, I, LA, like the yeah. Rams really got better. Um, with Stafford you know, there and everything. With Stafford yes. there, um, he's got a lot of weapons around him. Like LA has a great defense too. It's going to be really fun. And I think, you know, LA being the number seven in the top 10 for me, sports cities, maybe the Rams pick up and do well so you this got, year. Okay. So you got Rams winning the division. Who's at two? Seattle. And then three? Arizona. And then San Francisco at four? Yeah. San Francisco hasn't shown – you know, they're not far removed from going to the Super Bowl. That was two years ago. Yeah. No, that's very true. So, I think – I think it's a tough division. It's a very tough division. It's really tough. If if we're going with me, it's L.A., Arizona, then Seattle. Arizona, Arizona made the – perfect moves to supply a great defense and if kyler murray can figure it out and be more accurate and they also signed you know what's funny is they signed um oh my gosh long time cincinnati bengal i can't even think of his name aj green aj green yeah and i don't know how i feel about that because you know he's always hurt but i mean if he's healthy oh god it's a one-year deal but the thing is you got deandre hopkins and aj green and larry fitzgerald again yeah, like and Larry, even though Larry's up there in age, oh, like, Larry's he's still, still great. Larry's he's still, still great, great. And, but they don't have Kenyon Drake anymore. But he didn't do much there, um, yeah. so they do need to get, I would say, at least a thousand yard running back. Yeah, somewhere. he he went to Oakland, um, or sorry, excuse me, Vegas. 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 That's that's hard to get yeah. used to, actually. Um, just like the Chargers, um, Bill <laughs> stacked up too. Um, going to the AFC East. Bill's got Emmanuel Sanders, so his time in New Orleans is just done. Quick. So another weapon for uh, Josh Allen out there. Yeah. Um, and then New England signed New England. God, Bill Belichick. Seventy people. I don't even know. <laughs> Bill, literally, Robert Kraft was like, "Here, Bill Belichick, how much money do you need to win another Super Bowl?" Oh well, I do need Cam back because I didn't give him anything last year. But I, if I give him a lot, I think he'll he'll be really good and we'll be really good. And that's yeah. basically what happened. He said, how many zeros can I give you? And yeah. Bill Belichick said, I just want an infinite amount of zeros. Yeah, so they bring back Cam. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like Cam in New England. I think he was good there. I think they gave up on him or fans gave up on him or the yeah. NFL gave up on him too quick. Um, but he had nothing there. He had yeah. nothing. He, he gets Hunter Henry. He gets Hunter Henry. Hopefully a healthy Julian Edelman. You never know. Yeah. Um, and we'll see from there. I mean, he's got he's got two of the best – one of the two of the best tight ends there besides Hunter Henry and the other guy that they signed. Yeah. So um, – but with that, the NFL, if you guys haven't, like, looked at it, we can't keep up and name everything that's happened because there's been a lot that's happened in the, the week. So – uh, tune in to like ESPN or anything like that to get your daily knowledge of free agency tracking and everything like that and trades too that may occur during the NFL offseason. 
But with that, with that, I don't have anything else to go over. Well, I want to go over one thing or two okay. things. Let's start off on a high note. A high note. Um, with the NCAA basketball tournament going on, we don't normally talk. I talk. I brought about this last week. We don't normally get into college basketball or sports other until than March football. Madness, March Madness. Until March Madness. So at work, we're doing a bracket because um, it's just fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so far I'm like tied for first in my picks. I went perfect in, um, round of 64 for the West. So I'm really happy about that for someone who doesn't know a ton mm-hmm. about college basketball. Um, but that's going on right now. My thing is right now. So I, there's a video going around for the NCAA women's tournament of, uh, so a player for Oregon, Sedona Prince. A video went out, I think I was on TikTok or something, um, showing what the women's weight room was at the tournament bubble. Gotcha. And it was literally that triangle shelf with the little handheld dumbbells on it. And that, that was, was it. it. And that was it? Yeah, and that was it. And the men's had the full weight room, like everything you can think of was in there. It was basically an LA Fitness. Mm-hmm. And then she showed you know, NCAA saying, well, there wasn't enough room. So then she showed her their training facility and it was practice court and then a big old setup, but it was literally just, it was nothing. It was like chairs and that was it. So they could fit more if they needed to. Yeah. And so there was no excuse to say there wasn't room. Yeah. It's a prime example of mistreatment of women's sports. Definitely. No, I and agree 100%. it's 2021. Like, when is it when when are people gonna realize when are men gonna realize like we need we need to be equal no matter what it is and that's like thinking about it now like and i don't know if ncaa released released a statement or anything but come on like you you have plenty of money and you have plenty of stuff to do stuff yeah no i totally get it um it's a shame that it had like a player had to videotape it just for you know, showing documentation of what it is. And then the NCAA saying still, we didn't have enough room. And then like, she had to show another video of that. It's ridiculous. It should never happen. Um, Let alone if even in, even in not taking gender aside here, men or women. Okay. All people are created equal in the United States of America. That's, that's how it is. Okay. But to say that it's, only women happening, you know, we don't know what happens behind the scenes all the time, but it does seem that women are in like athletics are mistreated a lot more with how much they're paid and everything like that. So it's kind of ridiculous. Um, But it should never come to the point where a player has to do that. Like if you're, if the NCAA is the mothership, right. You got to take care of your aliens. You know, that's a good analogy. Like that's, that's mothership. That should be the best thing ever. And now you have all these problems going on. You can't just fix the mothership. It took Dick Sporting Goods to come in and replace everything. Which is ironic because, you know, men doing that and then Dick's coming in to save the day. You know, it's sad, though. It, it shouldn't yeah. come to that. It shouldn't come to that. Yeah. But, and I, I think it's like, yeah, you know, get that out there. Though. Like, take videos, take pictures, like, to help, like, just spread the word of like what's happening behind the scenes like 
can get those people that aren't making the right decisions out. And I think that's what, how you can move forward is getting those bad eggs out. I definitely agree. I'm just thinking like enough is enough. Just like treat everyone the same. Like money's not, money's not an issue. Yeah. They have, they have the money. Like that's the thing. It's not an issue. And if that, if that's what they're saying is the issue, it's not the issue. Yeah. So, but do you have anything else to add to that? No. So I'm sorry for ending on a bad note. But no, it was you're bad. not ending it, it, on a bad note. It had to be brought up, and it's something that I think the sports world in general should really yeah. get a grasp on and think, mm-hmm. oh, is this is this right? Because what we saw was not right. Yeah, exactly. But you're not ending on a bad note. You're ending on awareness. So that's yeah, what it's awareness. Doing. So, yeah. um, but with that, I'm just going to say the usual thing. It was nice talking to y'all. Finally, we are both back again. Yep. The if dynamic have, duo. If you have any questions or you want to say something, always hit us in the DM on Instagram, or you can message us on Facebook, or you can email us. So there's no excuse of you guys not coming in contact with us. Um, please hit, if you're watching this on YouTube or Spotify or anything, add us to your favorites, like, subscribe, do what you got to do, spread the word, spread the love. And like I always say, always be kind, always be, you know, respectful to everybody. It's a crazy world out there, but you know what? Our numbers are going down with COVID. We're getting back to normalcy, which is good. So if you can get vaccinated, get vaccinated. Um, I've already done it. I can honestly tell you the second dose sucks really bad, (laughs) but it's better to be vaccinated and be healthy and feel like crap for only 24 hours than to not have a life at all. Yep, exactly. So just be kind, wear a mask. Also, to anyone in any walks of life, just be nice to them. Treat them, treat them how you would treat yourself. So, And with that, we will sign out until next week, folks. Next week. Next week. We'll see you there. See ya.